everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Alpha Theta Flow podcast. This is Flow 760 and today I'm talking about the meaning of life. No, not Monty Python's The Meaning of Life, although I did grow up watching Monty Python, which I'm sure, unfortunately, um, not enough kids grew up watching Monty Python today. But uh, anyway, uh, The Meaning of Life. Now, I always found The Meaning of Life really interesting and being somebody that when I was a bit younger would, you know, almost to my detriment, lean into more self-reference rather than other reference and internal authority rather than external authority. I always found that question quite uh, wanting. And the reason being is like, why are you waiting or allowing something else to give your life meaning? Why don't you give your life meaning? Why don't, you know, you go, this is the meaning I'm going to give my life rather than waiting around, you know, the idea of waiting for an apple to fall on your head or whatever the case might be. And so... This whole idea of the meaning of life was going, why is there only one meaning for everyone? Now, there's there's a multitude of different ways that, or viewpoints, really, it's probably a better way to put it, that we can look at the meaning of life or life's meaning. You could look at it from a Darwinian perspective, like from an evolution perspective and go, well, it's procreate and that's basically it. We've got to be careful getting everything just down to an objective approach. And this is one of the issues that we find with just looking at data or empirical science is that we're looking at things, we're not looking in it. We're we're void of meaning. When we go, the only reason that we exist is to procreate. What we're doing is we're, or even worse, we just go, nothing is but matter. Everything is matter and that's all it comes down to. We we, kind of like are reducing everything down to dirt. And the difficulty with that is that humans then become frisky dirt that writes poetry. It's 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 not enough to explain what's going on, right? Frisky dirt that podcasts. Anyway, a little bit frisky. But the point there being is that we we fall into this dangerous space. And in modern, modernism, which is the times that we're mostly in for now, we're leaning into postmodernism, but modernism, we want to separate things. We want to bring things down to detail. We as a, as a global community, um, we want to bring things down and, and pull it apart and, and see it all as if we, if we, if we you know, bring everything apart and we go, oh, you've, this part of your body isn't working, so let's fix that part. It's like, but how does that part work within a relationship with everything else? Like, and then how does that work within a relationship of everything else around it? Not just the body, but, you know, if we go that this person's gut isn't isn't operating to its best ability, so let's give you some um, medicine supplements to fix the gut, so to speak. It's like yes, okay, but what environment is this person also in, and what stress levels are they putting themselves under by the way that they perceive the world and make meaning of it, and in what sense, like is their plan and processes over time. And what I mean by that part is how is this person interacting with their immediate world, like physically interacting, you know, and how has that been a process for them over 25, 35 years? Is that something that they've been doing for so long that it's embedded and it actually keeps them a little bit attached to the past, which they miss? Therefore, changing something would completely change their whole outlook on life and that's sometimes too scary. 
but hey, we just give you a supplement. So it's this whole idea of just bringing things down and separating everything. But we need to, moving into post-postmodernism, be able to make sure that we're actually starting to integrate it all and see it as as its relationship among all things. It's, it's functional fit, so to speak. Now, coming back to the big questions is that when we simply just look from a singular, singular perspective on the meaning of life, we lack the ability to see how that integrates with everything, integrates with the current way the world is, integrates with the history that has allowed us to stand on the shoulders of giants to where we are today, and then also where we're going in the future, where we fit within our community, where, who we could be if we stopped thinking that who we are is who we are. All of these things come uh, come into it and they play a role. So my offer for you is to go inwards and give your life meaning. Your player one. Don't be a fucking NPC, a non-player character that's just like, if you don't know what an NPC is, if you ever played uh, Grand Theft Auto and as you, you know, your play one, funnily enough in that, as you're getting around, like there's all these random conversations that just don't like don't really mean anything. Or anyone that's done a lot of like quest type games. There's these NPCs. You're not a fucking NPC in your life. You're player one. Give your life meaning. That is your job to give your life meaning. There's a quote here and it's from Jordan Peterson. And I don't really give a shit whether you like him or not. This is the kind of issue when people go, I had, had a really dear friend of mine the other day be like, I've got no time for Joe Rogan. I'm like... You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind because you, you don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't mean that everything he says or everything that's that's ever come from that podcast is is gospel. We need to be moving past this idea of just good and just bad and going, what's what can we take from this individually and as a society? And it's the same thing for JP. Not that I... Why don't I call him JP like I know him? Anyway, Jordan Peterson. You positively need to be occupied with something weighty, deep, profound, and difficult. You positively need to be occupied with something weighty, deep, profound, and difficult, aka meaning. Here's something that I would offer you to mull over. To live, to truly live the life we have now, we must find something worth dying for. To truly live your life, you must find something worth dying for. Something that, that, that gives you more life to your life. It, it makes you want to get up in the morning and, and work towards it and continue to, to contribute. And this is the key thing. And I said it about my client base at the gym years and years ago. I first said it in a podcast with Bobby Maximus way back when I had a different podcast called Mind Over Movement. I think that's still out there too, by the way. It's going back like six, seven years. Um, I was like, I want a client-based contributors, not a client-based customers. And that was the key thing is like, everybody needs to be contributing within this community. That's what, what a community is. It's a common unity. Now we live in a global community. So how are you contributing? How are you contributing? to the global community or is everything you're doing in in you know in the face of just pursuing your your best as if like if i do this then i'll keep climbing the ladder of financial success of 
fitness success or all these other bits and pieces. And by all means, you're welcome to do that. I, I'm not here to be the, the moral judge of character. It's not my point. <clears throat> what I'm here to offer you is how are you contributing without any desire to receive anything back from that? That's a contribution. How are you doing that? How are you giving your life meaning? If we give our life meaning, if we, if we stand up and we choose to do that, then we stop this, this circle, this intergenerational disease, dis-ease of dying at 25 and being buried at 70. And on that note, team, I am done. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, then please like, subscribe, and share it with a friend. You can grab a copy of my book, Mining Yourself, online or in stores. Um, if you're interested in learning more about the inner game and the coaches circle, these guys, these two programs are starting in March, uh, then head to alphathetaflow.com. But that's it from me. Big love. Oh, one last one. We've got our next retreat coming up on April the uh, 7th to the 10th in Kangaroo Valley. We'll have another one come probably July winter time, uh, with more details of that to come. But if you're interested, we've only got two spots left for the retreat. You need to jump on that. All the details are in the show notes. All right, that's me done. I'm out. Big love, peace and pizza. I'll see you all soon.